there. Hello there. Hi. You are listening to How to Live, a podcast in which two very different people attempt to master life and share their experiences along the way. And that's us. Boom. <laughs> in today's episode, we're going to talk about... Burnout. This is your cue. <laughs> Burnout. Burnout, yeah. Burnout, baby. <laughs> kind of sounds like a bad music group or something. <laughs> Burnout, it, baby. That, that could be our future. Who knows? Well, I'd rather not. But... <laughs> I I won't either. <laughs> so, it's been a hot minute since it we... it has been, yeah. When was the last time? Like one month ago, or oh, you wish. <laughs> the last upload was when was it? Hmm? I think that was the beginning of October. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Wow, okay. Well, Two months. Here we are. Back, back again, again. Stronger than ever. Yeah. <laughs> so, burnouts. Let's just dive into the topic. Let's, let's do it, yeah. Because I wanted to discuss this because I noticed that I started to hear the topic more and more mm-hmm. and not... Uh, in the media or whatsoever, but literally like around me, friends from friends or family members. So I was thinking to myself, like, what is happening? Are yeah. we just soft? Is there something eggs? in the air or something? <laughs> Am I missing something here? Yeah. So, first of all, do you know somebody with a burnout? Currently, um, not personally, no. Mm-hmm. I do know people who went through it, like, I want to say f- somewhere around like, five years ago. Oh, okay. Um, Early adapters. <laughs> apparently so, yeah. And um, I know people who know people who are currently mm. experiencing a burnout, but not personally, no. What yeah. about you? Um, right now, no, not personally, but like, um, friends from friends. Well, I have, I have colleagues and two, no, actually three, three of my male colleagues, their girlfriend or wife has it. Oh, that's quite a lot. actually. That is quite a lot. Since my company is not that big, it has like 15 people. Yeah, that is quite a lot. Yeah, so that's why I just wanted to touch on the topic because uh, at the same time, three of my yeah of my colleagues, their girlfriends has it. Yeah, why? I wonder. Yeah, <laughs> we will figure that one out. That's hopefully. exactly my next question. Uh, what do you think is the root cause or a main reason for a burnout? I think, I think. Just in general, a burnout is a word that's used for to describe lots of different things in the same area. Mm-hmm. Um, when I talk about a burnout, I um, I think of it as like um, being absent from work because um, because of health reasons, mental health mm-hmm. um, can also manifest itself physically. I think, but um, 
I think a burnout is also just used in general, like, oh, I'm so tired, I'm almost having a burnout, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, more casually, I suppose. Um, but in a strict sense of a burnout being you are not going to work because going to work is too much. Um, mm-hmm. I think that is... I think you, people who experience burnouts often have a personality type that likes to take on other people's problems mm-hmm. and try to fix them. I think that is um, quite essential. Do you think creating something a like a, a people pleaser? Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere in that direction. I, I mm-hmm. don't think you you need to be like top of the line people pleaser to to be able to experience burnout but i think that is uh one one part of it and also i think just just the stress in the work environment yeah i think and maybe so. in your personal environment as well i think those two uh coexist in a way that they influence each other so if you're very stressed at home with your marriage for example i don't think uh your work life's going to be great either, so... Mm, okay. Okay. Because sometimes people pour their whole selves into work or maybe into their personal life to kind of... Um, Run away. Bal- balance it out or something because they feel like they have to pour themselves into it so they can have the best uh, results. Yeah. So, so you think that they pour themselves in every area of their life? I think there are many people who do that and mm-hmm. who end up having a burnout. I don't think everyone uh, is the same in that sense, mm-hmm. but I do think it's um, it. It wouldn't surprise me if that is quite common. If people uh, for people to have burnouts, uh, and that being a result of both pressures in their social life and their their family life as well Mm -hmm. as their work life yeah i think i feel that having a burnout is could be caused by uh suppressing some sort of feelings and um you wanting to have like the best results for instance at school or at work so you suppress certain signals and I think the burnout is just like the expl- explosion. <laughs> yeah. Explosion of all the feelings that... that just having reached that limit. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And do you think it's mostly the emotional side of the story where um, you either consciously or subconsciously... Um, don't listen to those signals like, oh, that should be enough. Oh, we're, we're almost too tired to do this. You know, those signals. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think it's mostly due to ignoring those signals or mostly due to the fact that you are just working too much? So physically doing more than you can handle. I think it's a bit of both, but definitely uh, also ignoring the signals because I think the human body is very smart and uh, gives you signals along the way. So I think if you feel fatigued or uh, I don't know about you, but if I have, if I have a certain level of stress in my life, I can notice it because my eye starts 
how do you twitching. say that? Twitching. <laughs> yeah. My eyes start twitching and I feel so lethargic in the morning. And I think those are the early on signals that shouldn't be um, suppressed. Yeah, but also, I think it's funny you should mention this because the fact that you know about a specific twitch being a sign of stress knows how well you um, know your body, how well you've taken the time to get to know your body and its signs. And I think a lot of people aren't that aware. Okay. Yeah. 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 That could definitely be true. So they they don't they feel those feelings. They don't even notice. Yeah. 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 They, that it's they think it's normal. A sign. Maybe. Yeah. Because there are there are a lot of things happening in your body every day. But how do you know that when this certain thing is happening, mm. it is a sign that you are doing whatever too much. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a that's a good point actually, because the fact that I know doesn't mean that everybody knows. Maybe exactly. Maybe people, yeah, they just think, oh, this is normal, and uh, they kind of ignore it, and then it just, how do you say that? It just stacks up. Yeah. <laughs> after so it's after time, it's one big snowball. It just keeps snowballing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm also not sure that I have such a sign. Specifically, that I'm aware of that I know, like, oh, you're stressed now, Dylan. <laughs> Gotta calm down. Mm, yeah, you you don't you don't feel it. I do, but not specifically because of a few specific signs. Like I couldn't tell you what they are right now. Like I don't have a twitching eye, or do I'm you... I'm really clueless. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now that I think about it, yeah. although I do I do sense when I am stressed and when I think, oh, that should be enough now. How do you um, feel? That? Um, well, I feel like I need, and this comes back to the social life and family life being, um, being one and the same as your work life at the end of the day, Mm -hmm. because I feel like when, especially my work life, um, which is what we're talking now, uh, which is the subject right now, um, when my work life is taking over, Mm -hmm. I have a tendency to not shut out but just ignore my social life because that I can't have that on top of my work life Mm, in those moments so (laughs) I'll be like well yeah I know we were planning to do that and that on next Saturday for instance but I think I'm not gonna come a bit tired a bit over it (laughs) and those are just the things that end up making place for me having stress Mm-hmm. So do I'm being think, tired and do you think that maybe uh, going with friends, going out with friends, meeting up with them, like could be a stress reliever, or do you think that's that's the right decision for you to make to just cancel the plans? And... It can be both. It mm-hmm. also depends on the friends. Definitely. Um, yeah, and it depends on the day, genuinely. But I'm I'm like one of those. Um, social introverts mm-hmm. you know what I mean like I'm not completely like an introvert in the, the most basic sense I pretty much am but not entirely because I'm also <laughs> quite a social creature in a sense but mm-hmm. it just I want to be very so- social but often it does drain me energy wise uh, sometimes it doesn't sometimes it does give me energy but I think that is just my personality and not so much the state that I'm in 
in regards to my mental health and burnout. Mm-hmm. So do you think like certain friends uh, take more energy than other friends or do you feel that, yeah. Yeah, for instance, I have a, a friend of mine I've known since I was, I want to say four. Yeah, since I was four. Damn. I've been friends all through um, through school up until we went to, I think this is high school in international <laughs> speech um up until like 12 we went to to different schools then we we didn't talk that much until we were both kind of depressed and we started meeting up again and we became very good friends again mm-hmm. and we're still friends now i'm 22 so that has been like about eight, 18 years of friendship and whoa that person for me is just more like family Mm-hmm. Then friendship. I, I think friendship's something that um is amazing to have but also costs energy to put into, you know? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. with this friend I don't feel that way at all because it's always been this way, you know. I don't have to we can be in the same room, silent for one hour, and mm-hmm. it's fine, you know. If you don't want to talk, oh, you don't want to talk. You know, it's just like very, very uh, calm and natural. open and natural. Yeah, very mm-hmm. organic. Mm-hmm. Um, so that doesn't cost me any energy. That really loads me up with lots of new energy. Mm-hmm. Um, however, when I am with most friends, it does drain me. But the level of drain drainage... <laughs> depends on the person like if it's a new friend that i don't know too well then it it takes me a lot of energy to like assess uh what they are what they are feeling uh whether they are happy or not whether they want to do something else but it, all that stuff it just is draining on me mm. um so i think that's more of a me thing than a general uh assessment of what you should do when you are feeling overworked <laughs> Yeah, because I so, think you are more of an uh, extrovert than I am. Yeah, I think so. Up until Corona, <laughs> <laughs> I was, I think and then I changed. Of, I, I think we're kind of on the same page now. But I, I quickly wanted to touch on something because something um, stood out for me. Because when mm-hmm. you said, for instance, if it's a new friend, you're like assessing if they are happy or whether they're enjoying the situation. Yeah. So you're actually concerned about them, but you're not really concerned about do they like me or should I act in some kind of way? That That's actually kind of funny. Yeah, well, been there, done that, mm-hmm. <laughs> over it, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I can't control... If I, I can only be myself, put my best foot forward, and if they don't like me that way, well, that's their loss, not mine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, I do think I assess. That being said, I do think I assess um, how well the friendship is functioning mm-hmm. um, through. Well, are we both still happy? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. because. Let's say we're watching a movie. I really freaking enjoy the movie in question. Um, the other party does not. Well, whatever. It's one movie. If that happens eight times in a row, well, we probably don't like the same movies, do we? No. Um, 
And if that happens with all across the board, then they can be such a nice person. We can really respect each other, but be good friends. I don't think it's likely if there's literally nothing that that is the same within the two of us, you know? Mm-hmm. So I like to assess people about just the situation we are both involved in and see, well, are we both doing good? Okay, good, you know? Mm-hmm. And that also takes the pressure of of you as a person, I think. Yeah, to kind of live up to a standard or something. Yeah. You just feel like I'm just the way I am and I'm going to be a nice person. And Yeah, I'm not going to be other... a dick, you know. Yeah. I'm just going to be nice. And if they don't, don't happen to like nice me, then they're lost, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also, if that's something we have to worry about as well, like, there's a lot of things to worry about in this world, but don't let it be you, yourself. You are the way you are. Let's just live life that way, you know? Yeah, up, up until a certain extent, I think. <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, there are illegal stuff. If that is the way you are inclined, don't do it. But that goes without saying, I think. That's kind of stuff. And also, I mean, I know you're a big gym rat. Is that how you guys like to be called these days? <laughs> gym rat i feel like only guys get called that way but i could say fit girl but i don't think you associate with that much no (laughs) yeah i think then in well if if you have to pick between those two i would feel more like a gym rat yep (laughs) love that um (laughs) what i was oh yeah what i was going to say is um of course you go to the gym you train you have a good time or a not so good time whatever um whatever you you have that day that's fine um but over time you end up shaping certain parts of your body because you've been doing this for years now mm-hmm. and your body has changed because you put in work in order to change mm-hmm. um and in that sense yes of course you can like literally change you mm-hmm and it's not like you don't have control over any... You have that control over, I think, everything in your life. Like, if you feel like you're a bit down, a bit pessimist, you can put in the energy and try to be more optimistic and more bubbly and mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but still, I don't think... Some people live their life with a mask on. Mm-hmm. I don't think that is a way to be happy. I don't think... And a happy end result is possible in that situation. Um, because you are trying to live someone else's life, not what your life could be. Yeah. And I think uh, just like going to the gym, just like trying to be more positive, have a positive outlook on life, those things you can adjust over time. Mm-hmm. But I think that is where it stops. Like you've been given what you've been given. Let's roll with it. You can adjust here and there, but that's it. You know, just try to be happy the way you are. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah i think so too i think i i kind of agree because you get you're born with certain traits and stuff and the the way you were raised also plays a, a big role but i think mm-hmm. you can change yourself from the inside and the outside it does take some time and effort for sure but in the base yeah you might be who you were <laughs> yeah and also i think it's it's good to um 
to acknowledge that the way you are now is not the way you are in 10 years. And that's not just because you put in active work. It's also because people naturally just evolve. Like Mm -hmm. there are few people that feel very comfortable with themselves are very confident within like the years of, let's say between 12 and 18. I think most people are starting to find their confidence at their late teens, early twenties. Yeah. That's natural. You don't have to, uh, you don't need to feel like you need to be confident at like 16 Mm -hmm. because nobody is. That's not true. There are plenty of people that probably are. I wasn't one of them. Many people weren't one of them. Mm -hmm. And that's fine. You know, there's natural kind of, how do you say this? Natural way of evolving mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as a human being and that's fine Definitely. you know but i think and to come to get back to the to the main mm-hmm. subject of today the burnouts i think that's where social media is playing a huge role because you're right between the age of 12 to 18 or even 12 till the day you die you mm-hmm. don't fe- you don't feel amazing every single day but since we're on Instagram and uh, people mainly post their highs and their, it's just one big highlight reel mm-hmm. on Instagram. Um, I think people start to compare compare themselves to that, and and if you're a bit older, you can like um, look through it and you can understand that. Uh, not everybody is like their real self on the internet but if you're really young and yeah maybe you're prone to those to those things and you get hurt quite quick i think that's very detrimental for some for some teens yeah i would agree and we also went into this uh, of course in our social media episode that launched in august Mm-hmm. And I think we also mentioned that, that that comparing yourself and especially in an environment that's not portraying real life, uh, but it, it appears to be so. Uh, for instance, you don't see the 60 pictures that were um, were discarded. You only see the one that was inhumanly beautiful yeah. and perfect and whatever yeah from the right that, angle with the butt yeah and out. that's also like you need to have a lush brazilian full butt but you can have a waist you need to have tiny hands and feet you have to, you know it's a combination of traits that's not natural mm-hmm. that doesn't occur in real life it okay. nowhere in nature a person will be born looking the way Hollywood or magazines or social media look. And that's for both men, female, and everything in between. Mm -hmm. Um, The standards right now are absurd for everyone. Yeah. And I think that has come from social media. Yeah. Everything must, has to be bigger, better, shinier, tighter <laughs> yes yeah and also like that this is me side tracking but aging why can we as a society not be okay with the fact that people age 
What is the problem? Like, look at Cher being like, how old is she, by the way? 60? I don't even know. Something she like still that. looks not a day over 26. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she has looked that way since she was 16, probably. <laughs> and that's just, please let her grow old. Let her have kids, grandkids, the whole shebang. Yeah. It's time to retire. Let's, Enjoy your, let her live. Your, your coffee on your porch or your rocking chair, please. <laughs> I, I think we should normalize aging as a society because it's going to happen to us all mm-hmm. eventually. Yeah. Let's get over it. True, true. And- but coming back to the whole um, link with burnouts and social media. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if you, and this again is also something I mentioned in the, maybe it was the last episode about money mm. or it was social media. I'm not sure, but hustle culture. Mm. Yeah. I said it before and I will say it again. It is to some extent toxic because on social media, you you end up following the people that inspire you. Yeah. But the people that inspire you are also the people that make you feel like you're not good enough in most cases, I think because you get inspired to be better because you view that person as being better than you are. Yeah. So you see someone who's probably better looking than you think you are. That doesn't mean they are better looking, but to you they are. So you view that person as being more attractive. Mm -hmm. It has a better job, puts in more work, has seven side hustles, also does YouTube, makes fitness plans, also has time to work out. Like, who who even has time to work out? Like, <laughs> but I'm genuine. <laughs> How? Anyway, um, you see all this and you think, well, I'm happy if I make it home before six and not fall asleep right then and there on the couch. <laughs> yeah. And you feel like you're worthless. Because you are clearly not that person and that person is doing all this you want. They inspire you so much. And at a certain point, you break. Because you think, I want to achieve that, but I never will. So I must be worthless. And you're so tired by that point because you've tried so hard to accomplish something that maybe it's just not for you. Or Mm -hmm. maybe what you thought that person was doing is actually kind of an exaggeration. Because, I mean, it is social media after all. So you know yeah i think that was a big rant i'm sorry <laughs> no that's fine that's fine and it's actually funny that you mentioned the people that you find inspiration from that give you inspiration are could be also sometimes the people that uh drain you but i'm very how do you say that careful with the people who i follow and i used to follow way more um with mm-hmm. more um fitness kind of people and stuff but I started to unfollow them and only the people that are that I follow right now are do give me inspiration but they don't promote the hustle culture 24 7 or whatsoever they do also show their lows and yeah but I mean and that is helpful don't don't get me wrong Mm -hmm. that is helpful and that is a good good trend to see but also you can even if you don't show it, I know you are better than me, you know? <laughs> there are a lot of people that don't don't be flashy about it, don't just keep mentioning it or whatever, but I know that they have... They, they went to bed later than me. They 
uh, got out of bed earlier than me. They did the whole CEO routine, mm-hmm. whatever that might be. But who says five, who says five o'clock is not a normal time to wake up? <laughs> but who says they're happier than you? That's what that's what you don't know. Oh, they they, they don't. <laughs> and that, but that is the power of social media and the, the power of comparing yourself. Mm-hmm. You automatically start to believe that they are happier. Yeah. In a way, and I also, um, I think being aware of this whole subject I just ranted about, basically, mm-hmm. um, I think that's also powerful because I still follow those people that make me feel bad and inspire me at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's just like I, uh, I listened to a podcast uh, yesterday and they mentioned um, that it's not very healthy to uh, keep holding on to clothes that you don't fit in. Okay. But you would fit in when you reach your goal, for instance. Wow. And they said, that's just be happy with who you are, please. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you do that to yourself? And I have clothes that I don't fit in anymore, but I would love to fit in again, you know? <laughs> yeah. That is, once I have my life on track, I will probably fit in that, and that will be a great moment. That is how I view it. Like a good bottle of champagne you open once you hit that certain milestone. Mm-hmm. So but I, I know I probably won't ever wear that. T- that uh, What is it? T-shirt? Yeah, sort of. I, I know that I'll never wear that piece again. Really? Mm, it's not very likely. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm fine with that because my expectation isn't to... I don't... My self-worth doesn't depend on me fitting in that again. Mm-hmm. It's just... If I end up fitting in that again, I have a re- reason to celebrate. Yeah, I think. Yeah, and, and that's also on following people on social media. I um, I don't just cut out people uh, and just unfollow everyone that doesn't make me feel the amazing, the most amazing version of myself because I want to be inspired and the people that. Uh, inspire me are often the ones that are doing something better in a certain aspect of their lives that mm-hmm. I aspire to be. Yeah. Because that inspires me to see someone who who did it, you know? Yeah. And um, I'm aware of the fact that sometimes that will make me feel like shit, especially on a day that things aren't going well. But that is my expectation. Like, if I view their story now, I don't know if I'll be inspired or feel shit about myself, but either way, I I choose to do that right now, you know? Yeah. But if you're not aware of that, it will be detrimental, I think. Yeah, definitely. Like, if you can't separate um, your own self-worth in comparison to the things people that uh, they put online. Yeah. And um, also, you see such so, so little of someone's life. Definitely, I mean, yeah. Things, uh, things like uh, vlogging on YouTube... All of that is literally designed to make us feel like we know that person. Mm-hmm. But you don't. No, no. Because Not really. No. They decide what they show you. They, you see a persona, and that persona is obviously based on the person itself. But it is just a part of it. Definitely. They just, want, they just frame what they want you to see. Yeah, and even though Judith and I, for instance, are being completely honest in this podcast, of course we tell... Certain things we do tell and other things we don't tell, yeah. that's natural. It's natural to present yourself as a person a certain way. Yeah. And the thing is, if you keep doing that 
over a period of time that becomes the norm for this thing. So, for instance, if we uh, if we started being a lot nicer than we actually are, for instance, on this podcast, we're like four episodes in now, and maybe some that were deleted and never published. Who knows? <laughs> um, what if we keep doing this for three seasons in a row, being nicer than we actually are? At a certain point, we will have made our podcast the place in which we are nicer than we truly are. So yeah. that becomes the persona. You can't break from that after you've built it up. No. Nope. And the the phase of building it up is often not something you consciously do. So whether you like it or not, you get stuck in sort of a persona eventually. Definitely. Um, it's just every episode that you make or every vlog that you upload are just like little roadblocks until you you've created something that you put online and maybe and exactly and it is a brand it's Mm -hmm. just a brand that you're creating Mm -hmm. a lot of influencers do this beautifully they just start posting for instance let's take instagram uh influencers they start posting the things that they find beautiful for instance Mm -hmm. and then they notice some of those things that they find beautiful so the first lens they use is things i like uh, I find beautiful, good looking, whatever. The second lens is what gets the most attention. Mm-hmm. Because if something get, get, gets more likes, you make more of it. That's just the way we work as yep. human beings. Yeah. So it ends up being a wall full of posts that are the things the creator thinks is good looking and things that get the most likes. Definitely. But that is yeah. nowhere near what that person originally was, their authentic self. Yeah. Yeah, it's not fake either. It's just one part of that person highlighted. Yeah. Also, uh, sometimes uh, I see an interview with with some influencers, and the interviewer asks the influencer, like, um, if you look at your Instagram, do you see yourself? And some of them say no. <laughs> I, even I would say no, and I'm not an influencer. Exactly. Even I also would say no if i look at my own instagram but why is that why is that for you (laughs) why is that yeah i don't know it's just i feel like my instagram more than anything in life like my facebook's a whole other story but my instagram i genuinely view that as my highlight reel in in a way and i'm not afraid to and you know this i'm not afraid to show low moments Mm -hmm. but mm, Again, did I do that on Instagram? No. No. Like me burning, posting it on Facebook, not on Instagram. Wait. I would never dare to post it on Instagram, actually. Now that I think about it. What? That's not true. I would dare to do it. When I burned myself, mm-hmm. I made a post on Facebook like, look, guys, life is not always great. Have a nice weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that sort of thing. I wouldn't do... I didn't do that on Instagram, and I don't think I would do it now. No. But that's also on Instagram... And this is an excuse, by the way. And it's got a lot of different people follow me. Not everyone knows me personally. There are people from the United States. There are people from all over the world that follow me there. And I'm like, that's not a reason, actually. (laughs) I don't know. I just... I I want my Instagram, I think, Mm -hmm. to be a place where I would go to find inspiration to be a better version of myself. To see, like, ah, this is... This is the things you've done, you know. I, I don't know. I look back on it as a kind of a 
photo album, I guess. Mm-hmm. And do you, have, do you fun, have that right fun now? Fun things. Do you have that right now that if you go to your Instagram that you think like, oh, that's amazing. Yeah, there are a lot of, there are actually a lot of things that I think, oh, damn, those were great times. Mm-hmm. But that is for me. I don't think other people, the fact that that is how I intend to use my Instagram, other people don't know that. Maybe I should put it in my bio. <laughs> it's my photo album. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for your visit. But, okay. You know what I mean? I think you do this as well. Yeah, definitely. And even more on my stories. If I look, if I look back at my stories, I think like, wow. Amazing. <laughs> look at her. <laughs> I'm just looking up your Instagram right now. I'm really? very curious. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I know I know a few things that are on your Instagram. Um for instance, there's a post. Uh you can all go check it out right now. The Instagram's always in uh in our bio. And that that's a podcast Instagram and you can find the creators. Uh, our personal Instagram. <laughs> the creators of this beautiful show. Yeah, you can find us in the description of the podcast Instagram. Whew, that was a long one. Um, there's this post, and that was one of the first posts I ever saw from you when we met. Okay. Um, I'm very, that I'm one very time curious. I swapped my cup of tea for a glass of rosé <laughs> with the granny emoji. And I just think that that has personality, you know? Well, thank but you. But also, it's just... And this is not to... to put you down in any way but it's also just a picture in which you look good you're smiling just the right way and you know that is also just instagram isn't yeah, it that's true i don't see a single picture that could in some way be ugly no that's true but i also do think like when you're feeling good you just pick up the camera but when you don't feel good like who even thinks of picking up the camera damn you have some artistic photos that i never saw which one you laying on the beach being all poetic and stuff? You've never seen it? Never. <laughs> I'm liking it now. Wow. All your travel photos, I've never seen No them. way. <gasps> yeah, but also that is just, I don't know why. Probably because I like the wrong things. Um, no, that's not true. I don't like, I just don't like things on Instagram that much anymore. I used to like, I only like things uh, if it's from a person that I actually know, mm-hmm. or it's something that I find extremely funny, <laughs> but like just your everyday memes and pictures and stuff, you know, by those big accounts, I don't like those things mm-hmm. because, well, I just don't like them. <laughs> and I, for some reason, Instagram really wants me to because that's the only thing I see. Yeah, I never see normal posts anymore. No, same, and I hate it so much. I hate it as well. Like, look at you having fun. <laughs> also, I want to know what your opinion uh, opinion about this is. Uh, there were times when I posted pictures I was actually very nervous about. Like I was, uh... and that's also because I li- like to push myself in the sense that. Um, I used to be such an insecure little boy. Oh, awful. You know, when I was like around 14 and stuff. Yeah. Um, and I had it ever since I had Instagram. I would only post the things that I thought were great. You know, we'd boost my popularity and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. made me belong with the cool kids. Yeah. And nowadays, 
since that isn't are you okay i am why okay great i heard a lot of noises oh sorry um that's fine um now that i have grown slightly less young (laughs) and (laughs) i don't know have matured slightly ever so slightly um i post things that challenge me okay in a sense that i wouldn't normally post this but here we go and whenever those posts do better than uh, the shit i used to post Mm -hmm. then i'm like oh damn See, this is a good thing. Be honest on Instagram. It is good. It is good. And it also, like, trains something into you, in your mind. Like, every time... That you... it's okay to just be you and not be perfect. Like... Yeah. yeah. And I would highly encourage every single one of you listening to post something you're slightly afraid about. Definitely. Not like... Please don't post nudes or anything. That's something you should be afraid about. I mean, like, posting a picture in which you don't smell perfectly symmetrical. And... Mm. Where you can see your belly sticking out. Who cares, you know? Yeah. That kind of stuff. Just post the shit you don't look perfect in. And see the reactions. Maybe they are better than normal. Because people like to see real life. They don't like to see perfection. If you want to see perfection, we watch any Hollywood movie. Any. Just any of them. (laughs) That's true. But just to kind of segue into the into the top into today's topic <laughs> the main topic that we haven't discussed at all <laughs> um ever since corona the i think the social uh the way we use social media has gone way more up mm-hmm. um just a sheer amount <laughs> the traffic the the hours instead of minutes yeah that's what you mean do you think the current pandemic uh, will cause more or less burnouts. Well, actually, it doesn't have anything to do with social media, or maybe a little bit with social media. But do you think the current pandemic will cause more or less? Or what's the, what's the relationship between burnouts and the current pandemic? Do you see any like correlations or something? That's a good question. Like, I don't have the statistics, so this would just be what I think. I, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would. Lo- I'm very interested to see the statistics. So, me too. Uh, by the way, but yeah, definitely. Like, um, I don't have them. Don't think anyone has researched that as of now. No, I as think, far as I'm aware. Yeah, I think the the results will come maybe in like ten years or five years or something. Then we can kind of look back and. Yeah, and I mean, also, I think, of course, it's, it's on a global scale, this whole pandemic, but, like, the effects are not that global, I think. I think the effects we see of the whole pandemic and burnouts in Japan is completely different than we're going to see in Europe. Mm-hmm, and that's completely mm-hmm. different than we're going to see in um, the middle of Africa, for mm-hmm. instance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know but from my perspective, from what I would think makes sense, mm-hmm. let me think about that for a sec. Take your time. Um, okay, so there's two things I think could make sense. First, being less burnouts, because there's a lot of time spent at home. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know if this is globally the thing, but in the Netherlands, the... Um, the thing to do has been working from home ever since the beginning pretty much at first it was just an advice and now it's like if you don't work at home you have to have a very good reason for that Um, so 
I think in that way, people are more at home. But then again, that doesn't mean being at home and family life is always great life. Yeah. You know, I mentioned that before. I think that also puts a lot of stress on people. Ever since the beginning since of, uh, of the pandemic, I've said, I think there's going to be, uh, at the end of the year, a lot of babies and a lot of divorces. <laughs> I still think that's true. I genuinely still think that's true. I think both extremes mm-hmm. will happen more and just the norm will not be the norm anymore. You know what I mean? I would agree. I would agree. I think the crisis like speeds up the extremes. Like uh, Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. More, more divorces, but also more babies. Yeah, I agree with that. And also, I think, um, and th- this is actually a fact, like more babies are being born the next coming months. Really? Yeah. It is? Like, like genuinely, oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also, I think um, you mentioned social media. I think that really also does have an effect, but I think it's not because of social media per se. Mm-hmm. I think it's just one of the many factors that does play into this, but I don't I don't think social media has such a big role in this whole pandemic yeah. situation. But also I think um there are a lot of people that will at the beginning, but this is just from own from my own experience, at the beginning were like, Oh, this is great. More time at home. Mm-hmm. I can take my walk through my neighborhood in during lunchtime, you know, all that kind of stuff. Working from home, it's be it's amazing, and all the time spent at home and the self care time you suddenly have because those people, because you weren't able to go to parties and whatever, you weren't allowed to do pretty much anything. That means you have to spend time with yourself. Yeah, and I think for a lot of people in the beginning, they were like, "Oh, that's great," but also that is hard you know yeah we are a species that needs each other yeah we just Social don't do creatures. well on our own yeah we are even introverts like myself we are and um i think that's just valuable as well at least it is for me mm-hmm. it is valuable to I've had this experience to now know that I do value my social time a lot because I didn't have it for a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I have a, I have a question for you, actually, now that I think about it. I was going to answer it for myself. <laughs> but do you think this last, these last few months, these, th- this past year, let's put it that way, the corona year, mm-hmm. Do you think it has brought you closer or further away from a burnout? And why? Uh, further away. Ooh. Yeah. But that's just strictly personal. Because uh, to get back to the question that I asked uh, to you, mm-hmm. what was the question again? Something with, oh. ah, yeah. Um, less or more burnouts during the pandemic. I think. I think more, but also... Yeah, I think also more people that are how do you say this? More people that are very very happy in their current situation. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be more, but I think also the burnout is going to be more. I just think there's 
less than the normal baseline. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, exactly what we were saying. There's more yeah. of the extreme extremes, I think. But for me, um, it's it brought me further away from a burnout because the um, pandemic uh, caused me to just pause a little bit more and uh, spend a little bit more time with myself instead of always going out and uh, not even to party but I was just always out like with friends or at work or whatever this and this and that was running away up and down left and right and (laughs) and working out in between god knows how (laughs) and actually I didn't I wasn't even noticing that I was like going up and down left and right I was never at home even though I yeah. was always preaching to like take the time for yourself, blah blah blah, and at the same time I wasn't taking it. <laughs> you were. I weren't. I, were, I wasn't. <laughs> you were really the um, the advocate for like face masks and a candle, <laughs> candle in a bath. You know that whole, that was you. I am. I look am. at your Instagram last year. I mean, it was you. I am. Yeah. It's funny. It's funny that during that time, you don't end up doing that much like active self-care I like to call it Mm -hmm. Um, whereas now I don't see you promoting that lifestyle much more than you did before and whereas you do now act on that more if that makes any sense yeah Yeah. I haven't heard you talk about self-care in like a year and this is a year you've been doing (laughs) self-care really that's funny yeah really I took like way more time to just grab a book and and take time to also how do you say that uh kind of lean into boredom i would say so okay yeah okay and just let let me be and not take every single moment to make it the most productive or to get something out of it or something but lean into boredom and see where it it, and like where life takes yeah, you. Where, where it took me whereas I would just start drawing a little bit and without uh, restricting myself or thinking like this has to be amazing I have to sell it on Etsy or whatsoever <laughs> <laughs> everything needs to be a business really? everything yeah 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 so yeah but the funny thing is that those free moments the boredom would in a way kind of help me through my daily life like it would fill me up with more energy and to yeah to do my work and stuff to yeah to keep going yeah to balance it out yeah and what about yourself do you think it uh brought you closer or further away from a burnout were you even like close to a burnout you think (sighs) have you ever been or have you ever felt like close to a burnout? I'm not sure because <laughs> I haven't officially had a burnout. So I wouldn't know whether just like I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, I'm so depressed. Once you've had a depression, you know how it feels. And then that's the point where you can start talking about depression, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's similar in in many mental health areas so burnout as well like my dad had a burnout okay uh, 
quite a while back. I think like seven years back. Something along those lines. And that was like a very hard, very, very hard time. I, of course, had my had my stressful periods in the, the last few years, especially last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say I've had a burnout. I wouldn't say I've been close to it. I had been close to being unhappy in my work situation mm-hmm. um, and being happy with life in general to a certain extent. Like, no, guys, don't worry about me. No depression. <laughs> We're fine. We're doing great. Um, but just being, just being, uh, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but no, I wouldn't call it a burnout. I also wouldn't say I've been, I, I think I'm still the same. Like, okay. I just told you, I think the extremes went, went up and the, the, the baseline people <laughs> went less. But yeah, I, I think I'm still pretty much the same as I was before. But I think also, um, I didn't do the active work to, to get to a better place, okay. also didn't fall back into hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and also that's something I I learned this week also through a podcast. And it's not like I I learned this, no, but I mean that I was reminded of this. Mm-hmm. Um, you can have a lot of time with yourself, um, but that doesn't mean it's time with yourself no definitely because we still kind you of... can be by yourself yeah. watching netflix but that that is an active me time because i was reminded of this through that podcast and they said like when you hang out with a friend you say how was your week how are you doing how are you feeling today mm-hmm. i don't ask myself these questions hardly ever okay and through that experience <laughs> of the the podcast i was reminded of like how am i doing (laughs) it's good to every once in a while just take a step back just look at at you and your life and how you're feeling just uh, sometimes when you are quiet i hear like an echo a robotic echo of my voice i genuinely hope that's not any final audio because that would suck oh i hope um (laughs) but like at that point, I was like, I used to um, keep sort of a journal. Mm-hmm. We talked about this this week. Um, and I would write in it like once a year, maybe just a few pages to update the book on how my life was going and how I was feeling about it. Yeah. Um, and when was it? Like Friday when I told you I'm going to grab that old, old book again and write some. Mm-hmm. Like Thursday. I think it was Friday. Oh, Thursday, yeah. Thursday night. Yeah. Yeah, well, I started and then I saw the last entry was like two and a half years ago. <laughs> and a lot has happened since. So I started writing and then I was... I feel... And this may, be, may very well be autism, I don't know. But I feel like I, I had the format of first writing just all the things that happened and then... Going to death, well, going to death by that time I would be tired and not going to death, but and then say how I would feel about things, how my life is going, um, according to me. 
uh, instead of just saying, okay, I finished school this year, I started working at a job this year, or just a general update. Mm-hmm. And there were so many updates to do that halfway through, I was like, hmm, you know what? I have a whole weekend to do this. It's now Sunday. Haven't done it. <laughs> Maybe we'll do so today. Probably not. But also, yeah, it's just, I'm not saying you need to journal, but it can genuinely help to just force yourself to just take me time in the sense that you you could just run a bath, put some hella expensive bath bomb in there. Mm-hmm. We all know how they smell and who makes them. Put one of those in there and force yourself to think about your life. But just what I would genuinely suggest besides keeping a journal, because I genuinely find that tedious to do all that writing. I know it helps a lot of people, but I don't think it's me. What you should do is go on a walk. Yeah. By yourself. Yeah. During the daytime. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. And why, why just do be you alone think... with your thoughts. Sorry? Just be alone. To just be alone with your thoughts. I think that's... And don't don't go with a friend. I know it It sounds so nice to just have a walk with your friend. And it is. But that doesn't accomplish what you are after in this um, experiment. Yeah. <laughs> you are after alone time. Yeah. Being forced to... Force yourself to be alone with yourself in a situation where you have to think about you and your life and how things are going and that it sounds tedious it sounds horrible but it isn't really it's quite relaxing yeah. um like, well, how am i doing do i like my work right now what what in my job do i not like how could i change that oh i miss that friend who i used to see every week and now haven't seen in three months maybe i should give them a call see how they're doing just general life stuff but those things really go by unnoticed when you don't take the time to notice them exactly and i think the walking uh part also helps because um when are the times that you feel like shit mostly like if you're laying in bed and you're scrolling through social media and you're just passive but if you walk even as simple as walking like the light active walk it already like gives your brain a signal i think that you're like kind of doing something so yeah true and also this is uh based on research that's like from the university very close to my home actually in wageningen uh wageningen university it's one of the well globally leading i think leading is a big word but one of the bigger universities based on uh certain topics of research mostly in uh like agriculture and more green things Anyway, they researched people's um, health and, and well-being, actually. Well-being, I think, is the best word. Mm-hmm. Um, their happiness. And they researched that by uh, asking people that they had to run an app on their phone. And I think it was 20 times a day, the app would ask them, how are you feeling today? And they had like a short survey in which they uh, would say how they were feeling at that time but what these people didn't know well they they didn't know was part of the research is that the um, location where they filled in the questions that was part of the research okay long story short they found that people are happiest 
and when they're walking on the beach or the dunes, mm-hmm. that's the first place. Uh, no, 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 that's not true. That's the second place. First place was like, uh, what's that called? Heide. The Heide. I don't know. In nature. Let's just call it nature. <laughs> I want to look up Google Translate. <laughs> I need to know what it's called. Um, but they were in like a specific kind of landscape. That's what it comes down to English. Heather? Heather? Wow. Hmm? And it's also not... <sighs> Moorland. It's also one of the things it says. That is curious. Heather. Heather. <laughs> okay, fun. Um, anyway, it's like a, a type of landscape, vegetation. People are happiest there. Mm-hmm. Second place was like around the, the beach area and the, the hills surrounding the beach. Third place was just genuine, uh, yeah, like forest, like basic forest. Mm-hmm. All places people would go on walks just in the weekend and stuff. And those are the three places. All of the people, the ones that are genuinely happy uh, throughout their life, but also the ones that, that were experiencing depression and stuff at the time. Um, all these people rated their life the best when they were taking a walk in nature. And there was like 98% of people mm-hmm. were happiest in those nature spots. That is an astonishing number in research. Definitely. Like normally it's, it's uh, you can say that it has an effect at, as like when five people uh, 5% of people say a certain thing, but here it was almost everyone. It actually so it kind I, of makes sense because I did a lot of walks in nature, more than I would normally do this year. And I, maybe actually that also helped me. I think it did. And I also try to book in time for walks. Mm-hmm. And you should do the same. Everyone listening should do the same. Just say this Thursday morning or this Saturday in the afternoon, I will go on a walk. And it doesn't have to be six hours. And, and it doesn't be like, it needn't be like a hike. And <laughs> it has, it doesn't have to be a workout, guys. It just has to be a nice, lovely stroll through nature. Mm-hmm. And trust me, you will feel better. Yeah. And if you are experiencing a burnout right now, um, we've said a lot of things in this episode today. We um, mostly just said our own views on the topic. And uh, if you agree, lovely. If you don't agree, just shoot us a message. We can go into depth about it uh, in the DMs. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, But if you are currently experiencing a burnout, um, we only try to offer things that could help you. But... Don't let this be the only advice that you take. Please go to a professional and there are things you can do to manage your situation and to feel better. And I would love to encourage you to go to your general practitioner. I think that's what it's called. And look up what you can do. Just check it out. And uh, for the people that aren't experiencing a burnout, just keep on it. Don't let the fact that you are feeling great now um, discourage you from all the things we said like 
having me time and stuff because gen- genuinely from the bottom of my heart i can tell you it will help you live even a better life i couldn't have said it better. i think <laughs> beautiful <laughs> do you have anything else you you want our viewers no not viewers listeners to know at this point in time mm. well I, oh. I wrote I, yeah before yeah. before i forget yeah. this we are available on apple podcasts now look at us <laughs> we are available on like all the platforms we are proud satisfied please go have a listen there as well um we fixed that just after the last episode aired so all of them are now available that was my housekeeping <laughs> continue Judith. well i wanted to uh, ask but you actually already um touched on that i wanted to ask what's your best tip to prevent a burnout but you actually gave a great one the going up going for walks and like tuning into how you're feeling and stuff so i think we got that covered i think there's nothing else you can do yeah of course you can you you can uh, do things at work like at your workplace to uh, have more open communication with your boss have more like frequent um, ask more frequent feedback on how you are performing because if you are performing great and your boss says you are doing so much more than I want you to you are doing enough you are great mm-hmm. you are whatever that could help you but if you really are having a burnout I don't think anyone else any outside perspective mm-hmm. can um, I don't want to say fix, but change the way you feel about yourself on the inside. Yeah, I think it has to come I think from you, yourself. Yeah, I think you need to have a long and hard conversation with yourself about where you want to go. And um, I would say that you are working enough. You are you are enough. You are a beautiful person, and you don't need to do more than you are capable of. And I think. The only thing is that you need to realize that. Yeah. So sweet. Yeah. Look, I do have hearts. Who knew? I do agree to a certain extent, but I think we should also, uh, you know, be happy with where you are, but not be afraid to be better or do better or something. Because I think that's also, I think, uh, something from right now that people feel like, you are enough and blah 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 and well I agree but if you don't do shit the whole day I'm sorry but you can do better I hate to say it I would agree I would agree I think everyone in life should aspire to become a better version of themselves but I think they I think what's crucial about this is you need to know that you are already 100%. Mm. You can only become 110%. But don't please don't view yourself as being 50% and battling to receive the other 50% to make you whole again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you are you are whole, you are more than enough. The only thing you can do is try to better yourself for the sake of bettering yourself, for the sake of progress. Because not doing anything, being stagnant, that's just like, you've already given up. Yeah. 
in a sense. Like, I think everyone strives to learn more, see more. Um, and I think that makes you a better human. Yeah. Just go travel, go see the world whenever it's safe again. Um, go do an art gallery when it's safe again. Go do some art yourself. That's safe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Go go buy some paints safely with a mask. <laughs> buy some paints, buy a canvas and go paint. And even if it's ugly, that's fine. It's it's beautiful. <laughs> it's it's okay if it's not perfect. The fact that you've tried is is beautiful. Yeah. And that is a part of progress. Mm-hmm. Definitely not being afraid, not being afraid to express yourself. Don't be sitting duck. Just go do it. Yeah. Okay. I think that's a nice way to round it up. Don't you think? (laughs) Just like Mike, just do it. (laughs) (laughs) Not sponsored by a way we wish. Um, So if you like this episode, please rate it at Apple podcasts, because that's now a thing. Very proud. Uh, Let us know what you think. Shoot us a DM at how to life pod on Instagram and you will see our personal Instagram uh, handles in there. Um, go listen to us on Spotify. We've actually, I do want to mention this. I know you hate this. <laughs> Judith. Um, we were in someone's Spotify top five podcast in this year's rap. So that is a proud moment. Thank you all. I can die in Thank peace you all for right listening. now. Yep, exactly. Um, And we'll see you on the next episode, which hopefully, for once, will be in a month. Yeah. (laughs) But we'll see. Maybe it's two. (laughs) We'll see. And if you have uh, subjects you want us to talk about, please let us know. We would love to go into the subjects that you want to hear. Yes. Okay. Okay, great. See you next time. Okay.